Ayo. Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks because, because duality, duality is, is a thing. thing. Yizzo! Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Uh, uh, how are it's you? It's a new year. I haven't I'm talked well. to you. What's crackalacking? What did you do for the new year? What did you do for your birthday? What did you do for the holidays? Legit have not self- spoken to you. Didn't we talk about this? We didn't talk about this on the podcast? Oh, no, child. Oh, wait, yeah, we talked about my birthday. I also forgot what I did for my birthday. And then, um, the new year was interesting. I, I just, I worked and then I bought a bunch of really delicious sushi and I went home and I ate a lot of it. I took a bath. I watched The Departed. I cried That's a little a bit. That's a stressful movie <laughs> to watch for the new year. I love The Departed. I, I think my alter ego is a... Irish man because I really like sports talk radio and I really love like talk radios Irish, Irish mafia mm-hmm. oh. Irish mafias did you just but make that really up or is that real what Irish the talk radio is, is Irish why well, I feel like especially in Philadelphia I feel like it's definitely dominated by the Irish blue collar class you know, yeah. use guys. That's so rude. So, Next. yep, that's what I did. Sounds it was a weird, um, interesting, it was very strange. But um, I didn't. I was invited to a party, but I didn't want to go. Good for you. Mm, I don't know if it should be spent like bloated off a of sushi watching Departed, crying intermittently. But well, okay. if that's what you, I'm saying that's if that's what you wanted to do, then that's good. Then you yeah. should do that instead of doing something just because you were invited and then you feel obligated, you know. Yeah. I mean, oh. I wasn't in Ghana dancing with Jadena or a bunch of mixed girls, but like, oh wow, you're like the eighth person was like, who are these light skinned bitches? And I was like, your mom's <laughs> white. I was like, your mom's white. Your mom's white. Your mom's white. Oh my god! <laughs> all these half casts trying to all these yo they really do scream that at you. That shit is That's funny. So funny. Oh my god, Ghana was a vibe. I wish you were there. That shit was so. I have never. <laughs> I've just never abused my body so much in my life. I've never like. I'm actually feeling sick right now, which is crazy. I'm at, so right now. What did I get? I got back Sunday night. I was How long here. Were you there? I was in New York. How long was I in Ghana? Mm-hmm. Well, I went to Morocco first. So I left on the 23rd and then I got back on the 5th. So I was there for a minute. Um, 
I did not want to come home. <laughs> I really didn't. But now I'm in New Orleans for work, and this cold weather hit me. Ooh, I'm hacking up mucus again. I got a little chest cold. I'm trying to rebuke it. I'm so mad at myself. Like, girl, you thought you were still close to the equator. What the hell's wrong with you? I don't know what I was thinking, but I absolutely loved everything about my trip. It was just amazing. I've never partied so much in my life. I was not a partier in college ever. I went to like a corny school. There weren't any parties and I didn't want to party with half the people that were at my school. And I worked so much. Like I've just never just let loose and just had consistent fun of like, we just going to wall out the whole time. And I was with Renee, who's owned by Femme on IG, and Jessica, who's Hello Gorgeous. For the most part, we shared um, rooms or whatever. And they, I couldn't keep up with them. They're younger than me. Ciao. It was a couple nights where I left them and I was, and they were, they called me Auntie Net. By the end of the trip, they were calling me mom because I literally oh. would take their phones. I was charging. I had two Mophies and I kept them charged because they live on the edge. They'll be on like 6% still scrolling on IG and posting shit. And I'm like, yo, you need to reserve your battery. How you getting home? How you calling an Uber? But they just live on the edge and that stresses me out. So I'm like taking their phones and being like, let me see how much battery percent. No, charge your phone. Share your location with me. I'm going home. I'm tired. But anyway, we just had a great time. We just were, and they're so silly and they're so free and it's really nice to see. Like we're in the room prancing around, butt naked, twerking, just being stupid, just being women care, like, who are carefree. And it felt really good. I haven't, yes. I haven't had that in so long. Why you don't it's act like, like that when you're with us, internet? Because y'all don't exude that. And, and I was thinking like, we don't exude that. Like, we get together and we talk about, like, our hardships and our this and our that. And it's never just, like, we just going to have fun. Amanda and like we, tries to do it. Amanda wants to turn up all the time. I we know, should but let Amanda, Amanda be her greatest self. Because Amanda wants to Listen, be Listen, we're trying to plan our little trip. But it, it's just, it's more than that. It's like a, there's a peace within them. That I just think we're not Renee, with each other for long enough. Of, but it just, especially with Renee, it just kind of exudes. We're like, where she's at, she's just going to lift up the energy, period. Like, it's just going to be like, hey, what's, it's just positive, positive, positive. And she really feels it. And she can be bratty and she can be all these things where I want to like choke her, but it's still hilarious. And it's still just her being her and just letting you be you and wanting to see everybody in their best light. So it's nice. It's really nice to be around. It was great to be out of New York. I met so many people from New York um, at the trip that like live within like a four block radius from me. It was just crazy. But I want to, this whole episode is going to be a recap of my trip. So first I want to make sure, do you have any updates before we get into this? Or I know that I didn't turn on the news at all during my trip until... With, it might have been like day twelve, day eleven, and then I saw Trump fucking up, bombing Iran, and I just had this like, oof, just like terrible feeling in my the pit of my stomach, like oh my god, I don't want to go home. I mean, home to there's this. potential war. 
Australia is going up in They just missiles flames. in Iraq. You saw that, right? Oh, just now? Today? Yeah, Iran just launched miss- missiles on a U.S. military base in Iraq. Yeah, they like, want the U.S. out of Iraq. Child. It's, it's a trip. Escalating. Everything's falling apart. And then Australia. Oh, my God. Australia's Puerto Rico. There's half a million animals were killed. Half so a million it's animals. It's so sad. I was just there a couple months ago. I can't even imagine. I just, wow. What the fuck is going on? It's the We know what's times. going on. We've been known what's going to go on. It's global warming. It's not. <laughs> we've been known. Science has this been telling it. us. We're like, what's going on? Why is this happening? No, we are ruining the world. We're ruining the earth. This is it. And it's your favorite thing. This shit, this shit ain't sustainable. This shit ain't sustainable. This is it. <laughs> what are we going to do? It just Cry. makes you wonder what you're doing. How do you want to go out? Like if if it was like the end of the world, how would how would you want to go out? Like what would you be doing? I've had reoccurring dreams. Oh my First God. of all, that Tormented whole soul. I had an incident at the roots where it was just like a stampede of people screaming and coming towards us like complete chaos and I was like, "Oh wow, this feels very familiar." It was just like, "Oh." I was <laughs> Oh, that was an interesting day. I was with Pascal. Somehow Pascal showed up. Your Pascal. I was uh-uh. Pascal. Oh, I never told you that Pascal. Antoinette has a girl. Yes, don't say that, that on the podcast. <laughs> Shout out to Pascal. You know who you are. Um, if he listens yeah, to this podcast, a- I will be so annoyed. I will be like, sir. If he listens to his podcast, he would be one of our most avid listeners. He would be up on everything. He would have great suggestions and. I know, but it's he just, would be wonderful. Some is not all the way right. Everything Shout out to you. Right you know who us. you are. Everything is right with him. <laughs> anyway, anyway that felt so familiar to me, like that complete chaos. And then I had another dream where I was walking in Philadelphia in City Hall, and it was me, JoJo, and her father. And just boo doo doo And then all of a sudden, the sky goes like white, and it's like a really loud, like, screeching sound and I was like oh this is it and that was it it's just like boop but where would bloop. you want to be where would I want to be or who you want to be with my daughter I think the worst thing I wouldn't want to be I would want to go out I wouldn't want there to be like a catastrophic event and then I'd be separated from people that I love and mm. like have to deal with that I want to be with the people that I love and shit hit the fan and that's it. Like, I just, the idea of being separated is weird. I don't know yeah. what I'll do. Anyway, well, let's I'd honestly Everybody, let's be get like our plans the, together. Let's no, I'd want to be internet. in the tub. I'd want to be yeah. in the tub, hopefully with a boo. Hi. Y'all <laughs> just go wait. out. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, <laughs> we just had an edible in the tub. Bubbles, like that's my favorite. Wait, we place. know that the end of the world is coming, or it just no. If, if it just it? like either way, if we knew it, I would get in a tub. And I'd be like, all right, well, this is my, literally my favorite place in the world is the tub. But it wouldn't be my, the tub in my house because I don't like like you know it's raggedy. But like a nice like book a hotel with a really great tub and just get in the tub and just be like, me and you boo, have an edible. And just like, you know, 
Lounge out. Wait for it. Well, let's just continue waiting because this shit ain't sustainable. <laughs> and <sighs> America. This we is praying. America. Anyway. anyway um, let's just let's distract ourselves time. from that inevitable truth. <laughs> um, no, I don't have any more updates. No, Except that the world's falling apart. Everybody is internally imploding and trying to mask it with irrelevant, oh. consumer-based, fear-based distractions. So, you know, same same thing. Everything's okay. Oh, okay. Same old, same Anything old. Anything going on with Sable? Tales. Sable, we're all on hiatus right now. Sable's taking a little bit of rest. I had a meeting with all the girls. Everybody's kind of tired and burnt out. But we just recently had a meeting, and we are getting ready for February. February is going to be very fun. Wait, what do you mean you're on hiatus? Like the store is closed? No, we're just like we're not. We're we're January is not anything's not really happening. But February. Oh, you mean like event wise? Yeah, but February we're going to have sad day, Singles Awareness Day, and we're going to have a lot of fun things. It's called Sad Day. It's Singles Awareness Day. SED. Oh, I see. No. I was about to say, why we got to be sad just because we single? Shut up. That feels well, discriminatory. You could Sorry. be mad and in a relationship. Child. That's uh-huh. the truth. Can but I come anyway, to Singles Day? Yeah, it's going to be fun. You should come. I might not be available. <laughs> oh, you might be booed <laughs> up. No, that's boot not what up, I meant. Boot up. I just might be not available for that. That sounds like sad. Fuck Valentine's Day. What? A, who the fuck says that? And you got a whole man that's like wants to marry you. Every Bye. day is Valentine's Day. With the art symbol. Every day is just say his name. We didn't say his name. Anyway, so we are going to take a break, and you're going to hear from our little sponsors, and then I will be back with. A full recap of my trip to Morocco and Ghana. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, You're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at SCS. Dot georgetown dot edu slash podcast all right and we are back so yes uh, i'm gonna go through this as quickly as possible i'm not gonna go through every party because 
It was just all madness. But I flew out on Air Maroc, Royal Air Maroc. A lot of people had a lot of worry about Royal Air Maroc. I didn't have any issue with Why? it. Apparently, they have like a... <laughs> They have a history of losing people's bags, of just being unorganized, of just being a hot-ass mess. I was fine. The food was actually really good. <laughs> I was very happy with my little curry, whatever I had, curry, vegetable, something. And I um, love it airplane is a, food. What? I love airplane food. When they serve it to you, especially internationally. Mm. Oh, anyway, yes. Yeah, so, sometimes curry, they, huh? they give you that little cheese. You got, like, different options. Don't be banging. Yeah. Like, oh, this is banging. Like, this is better than the it's dinner like I served myself. Buffet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was fine. So anybody who's nervous about real air Maroc, I didn't have any issues. The only thing that I will say is that um, you need to, when you hear the flight announcement, you definitely need to listen because they do switch things up. So like, if you're one of these people that hears a flight announcement, and you're on the plane and you don't take your headphones off, you will be confused because um, they changed like where our baggage was going to be and all this other stuff. But it was fine. I got my bags. It was cool. Um, Casablanca was very interesting. Casablanca is basically the business hub of Morocco. So it's not super touristy. It's like the people that are there are there for a reason. They are working. They're getting shit done. Um, whereas like a Marrakesh or a Fez or something like that, like those are more touristy areas. So Morocco, I didn't really experience the the Morocco that I wanted to experience um, because this is just so business. But I will say that navigating Morocco is very difficult if you do not speak French. Like mm. that shit was hard. I had a couple of scary <laughs> um, taxi rides. They definitely try to swindle you there. So you have to be really firm and walk away from the cat. Like they will try to get you for your money because they know that and they don't give a fuck and they're very aggressive when they speak so it can be intimidating especially when they're speaking to you in another language that you don't understand um so i had an incident where i was in a cab trying to go back to my hotel and the guy didn't know where my hotel was he couldn't figure it out my google maps weren't really working and i just had the address and so he they drive crazy there. So he just like stopped in the middle of this intersection. It was completely dark. And in the cabs there, like basically every cab is an Uber pool. So once you stop, people just get in, like they just get in mm. the car. So it's, it's a little unsettling. Cause we don't do that. Like your cab is your cab. So that's not how it is. Like people just, if they see a seat available, they just open the door and get in and tell the person where they're going. So I'm in this cab. He pulls over. He leaves his car door open. He asks me for my phone because that's where the address was. He takes my phone and gets out of the cab and just walks away. What? And I was just sitting there in the middle of the dark. There are people getting in and out of the cab asking me, like, are you going? Where's the driver? I guess. I couldn't even understand them. It was so stressful. And, you know, and I'm thinking to my everything's running through my head. Like, I don't have my phone what the fuck are you going to do without your phone? You don't even, why didn't you write this address down? Why don't you have this on a piece of paper? You're fucking up. Like I was freaking out. Literally Shanti about 15 minutes later, he comes back with my phone. Everything's fine. He was like looking for someone to help guide him. But I was like, okay, 
I know how to navigate this now. So it's a little difficult. <laughs> it's a little difficult. And um, the food there, my I had a friend who went before. Um, definitely the the food is can be hard on your stomach. So I took Pepto-Bismol before and after every meal because um, it's just it's just different. Like, don't drink the water, all that stuff. But the first day um, I landed, I booked an Airbnb experience, and it was really great. If anybody's interested in this experience, there's a man who will take you. It was like $40. He'll take you through the old Medina where they shop, where they shop for their food, and they have, like, all of their tourist kind of attractions. Um, you can get Moroccan oil. I saw how almond butter is made, almond oil. Like, it's really cool. And then you see, like, their marketplace where, like, fish is just le- legit, like, out, not on ice, just, like, out on a slab. Motherfuckers just flies flying all over it. It's just like, wow, y'all stomachs are different. Um, and then he took me to the second largest mosque, mosque in the world that's on the mosque. waters. Mosque. Oh, mosque. <clears throat> it's, it's like really, really beautiful. I posted pictures. When the when this episode comes out, I'll repost on the story so people can follow along. Um, but it was really, that was gorgeous. And then he takes you to have like some Moroccan tea, which is fucking lit. I'm obsessed with Moroccan tea. It's like mint and something else mixed. But they just take mint leaves and put it in water. I don't know why we haven't been doing it. Um, and then went back to my hotel, got some rest. Oh, and I ate at a place called Squala, which was highly recommended. It's hard to find places to eat in Casablanca that, um, aren't like street food. If you're worried about your stomach, I have a really bad stomach. So around that area, I would highly recommend Squala. The next day I booked a reservation and you need a reservation for Rick's Cafe, which is, have you seen Casablanca, the movie? No. So basically, it's like a gangster movie. You would like it if you like gangster films. And it was shot in the U.S., but it's about, like, there's, like, a cafe in Casablanca. And they had the person come out and basically have them build a replica of what the movie was, of what that cafe was in the movie. And the food is absolutely delicious. It's, like, kind of fine dining, but it's not too expensive because our money goes a little further there. And then I went to a hammam at that same mosque. So the tour guide told me that there are these hammams, which is basically um, a version of a Turkish bathhouse. And Mm. it was really, really amazing. So I went down there and they were just like, you should get the full package. And I, it was only 50 bucks US. So I was like, okay, sure. So you go in and I'm so, I was shocked because I was so used to seeing the women um, so conservative, you know, conservatively dressed. And you go down there and they're just butt-ass naked, walking around yes. in a safe space. It was really nice to see. It was completely my aesthetic. Everything was like white and cream and tan, marble floors, stone ceilings. Like apparently this mosque was built and it cost like, I think he said like more than $1 billion for mm. their king. Um, but... It was absolutely amazing. The first thing she did was undress me, brought me into a steam room, like literally hosed me down like a dog. (laughs) And then um, they had this black soap infused with eucalyptus. She like 
washed me with her bare hands up under the boobs in between my legs. I was just like, oh, okay, this is what we're doing. Butt crack, all of that. I, I, I was so shocked. And then she lays you down on this marble slab in this steam room. And she's like, just sit there and let this, you know, basically sink into your skin. Then she brings you into the sauna room, lays you on another slab. And she's literally just scrubbing your skin off. And you can see it flaking off. It's disgusting. Have, have you ever, you've been to a Korean bathhouse, right? No. Oh, okay. It sounds similar. Is that the same thing? Yeah. Yeah. They Scrubbing just your skin you off, gives you a whole body thing, massages yeah. you down, argan oil. It was cute though, because I have braids in. She was like, okay, time that she was about to shampoo my hair. And I was like, no, 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 no. It's <laughs> like, sis, do not put that in <laughs> It was this so adorable. This is premium yakky. Not today. I know, girl. Like, what did you do with? But it was <laughs> it was funny because she only spoke French as well. So she was like making fun of me because I have a French ass name. Doesn't help. Antoinette Henri. So people are just like completely speaking French to me. And she was just she was like slap my leg to make me open my leg. And then they would all start giggling because like they could tell that I was a little bashful. But I was looking around the room. The other women are just spread eagle while they, and they're just talking to each other like it's no big thing. I'm like, oh, this is how we do it. OK. But that was really great. I felt amazing. I felt so refreshed after that. Um, and then I ate at the Legaspi, which is pretty new, they said. Um, and it's just a play on the Great Gatsby. That's another good restaurant to eat at if you are looking for like food that if you're worried about your stomach, like it's a place that's more high did end. Did you see, because it was in a touristy area, did you see a lot of other tourists or no? No, there aren't many tourists. Like the the mosque is used like by the people. So I actually really enjoyed that aspect. The fact that there weren't many tourists around and I got to like more so view um, the folks because most of them didn't speak English in a way where I could really understand and my dumbass only speaks English. So, but I was like just people watching for the first couple of days and it was really nice outside of the tour that I took, which I'm grateful that I did. Um, then I landed in Ghana. It was super smooth. I It was a little sketchy. <laughs> Because the money exchange place was closed. I landed at 4 a.m. in the morning. Money exchange was closed. The whole flight was full of black Americans acting a rank-ass fool. They had their Beats by Dre playing in the goddamn airport. They were, like, grinding and dancing in the Casablanca airport. Like, that's not yes. the customs there. But it was hilarious to see. They They were just ready. Drunk as fuck, and they all passed out on the plane. But when we got, when we landed, money was closed. So <laughs> um, I asked one of the airport workers, I was like, what am I going to do? Like, I need money because I need to take a taxi. So he was like, okay, I got you. So he walks me outside, and there's all these cabbies there or whatever. One cabbie comes over, and he's like, oh, I'll take you wherever, you, wherever you're going. And I'm by myself, mind you, for the first part of this trip. So I'm like, where's your car? And, you know, like, where's your license? And he's just like, oh, shut up. I'll take you. So then this guy is like, okay, first she needs to get money. So he takes me behind, like, part of this airport. And there's just a man standing there in a hoodie that just has a backpack full of money. Shout <laughs> 
And I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, I don't wanna do this. And he was like, No, I'm telling you. He was like, When the airport when the airport needs money, they go to him. And I'm like, nah, 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 this shit fake. He's like, No, it's not. Like, so I'm like, okay. So I called a cabbie over. I was like, Is this money good for you? Just to make sure like, I can get to my spot, then I'll figure out how to exchange money. And he was like, Yeah, this is fine. Long story short, I only exchanged like two hundred dollars because I was scared. The cabbie, uh, the cabs there are like, if you just do, I learn, if you get a taxi, it's more expensive. If you just do Uber, it's like literally 50 cents for a 20-minute ride. It's unbelievable. But he takes me to the spot in Osu. I highly recommend you know staying in Osu. Do you know what the conversion is? What? Do you know what the conversion is? Like what the dollar to, what is the, what's the name? Six the CDs. Six CDs is like one dollar u.s okay. so most things are like 20 cds so it'll be like three dollars you know like it's yeah our money goes much farther he takes me he gives me his number they're very good about that which i really love if you visit accra make sure you get your cab driver's number so that you can call them because the difference between these cab drivers is that you can call them have them pick you up have them take you wherever you're going and they will wait for you so you can yeah. go shop, you can do whatever you want, and they'll wait for you all day, and then they'll take you to the next place, and the next place, and the next place, and then by the end of it, you're like, all right, what do I owe you? And it'll be like 50 bucks for the day, if you want to do that. Um, so then the next morning, I call old boy back. Well, I stay, oh, let me stop. I stayed in an Airbnb, which is really fine. Anybody interested in the Airbnb information I stayed in, in Osu, which is like the party. It's not the party, but it's more of like the happening part of Accra, where there's a lot of like bars and restaurants and like the hip kids live. It doesn't look like that. <laughs> um, when you first get there, it's not like, it's a little, it's a little, it, it, it's deceiving the way that it looks, but that's definitely where everything is happening. I'll be happy to send you the Airbnb place that I stayed. It was great. Wi-Fi was great. AC was great. Folks were great. 24-hour security, wonderful. And it was cheap. Anyway, the next day I called the cabbie and I'm like, okay, I need to exchange money. And um, what did I do? Oh, I wanted to go to Makala Market, Makola, Makala, Makola Market, which is insane because I wanted to buy fabric because I wanted to get clothes made. Um, and so he first I needed to exchange money. Don't you know he picked me up? I'm thinking he's taking me to a money exchange place. Girl, he took me back to the backpack man. <laughs> I was like, Yo, you what the d- fuck? He got d- <laughs> He was he like, no, call, no, no. He was like, this, his, uh... right. He was like, this is the money man. Come to find out other people who are Ghanaian, who like Renee knew, they were like, no, everybody goes to the money man because they charge less interest and it's real money. So like you can call them and they'll come to your hotel and do like the exchange or whatever the case is. You just got to give them an hour notice. So there's all these money men walking around <laughs> with like just backpacks full of U.S. dollars and pounds and cds it's just i live they'd be out there hustling um but i went to makala market which is crazy i if you don't want fabric then i would say don't go to makala uh, makala makala i keep saying that makala market because that's the market for the um locals so there there's people there buying like towels and 
washcloths and like Tupperware and like stuff for their house. And it's really, really intimidating. It's really, really busy. Because it's huge. What? Because it's huge. It's huge, but it's so busy. You can hardly move. It's It's just overwhelming. And when you're obviously not a local it's just people grabbing you trying to get you to come into their shop they're yelling at mm-hmm. you like come miss me it's just like and it's maybe 20 blocks of that it, it, and you were by if, yourself at this point yeah i was by myself so i found all this great fabric it was like 11 cds per yard which is what a couple dollars like a dollar and a half maybe per yard um, and I just was like, I got to find a seamstress. My friend who lives in Ghana had already given me his seamstress's in, um, information. So I contacted her. She lives in Tema, which is like 30 minutes away. But with all of the traffic from the year of the return, it was like an hour, maybe 45. So I went back to the house, called the Uber. Uber got lost. Couldn't figure out where I was. So I hit my friend and we kind of fell out. So it was begrudgingly. And I was like, yo, I shared my location with him. I was like, hey, I'm in town. I'm going to the seamstress. Can you tell me if like we're headed in the right direction? Girl, we were 40 minutes past where we were supposed to be. It was scary before the girls got there. And the guy like didn't say anything. So my friend, he was like, get out of the car. He's following me, following my location. He was like, get out of the car. There's a restaurant here. Tell them that you're my friend. I go there all the time and and just wait. So I did that. And he just picked me up. And he left work, picked me up, and got me to where I needed to be. And then he ended up taking me around all day. So it was great. He, like, showed me everything, like the art market just like helped me out so I could like navigate better. But that shit was scary. I was like, I'm I'm ready for somebody to get here because it's just stressing me out. Um, so nobody had arrived. You were there before everybody else. I was there before everybody else. But he did take me to a boutique that I want to plug called Loku, Luku, Loco. Um, it's L-U-K-K-O. And it's like a new boutique. And it's kind of like a sable. But it's no, 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 no. more high-end stuff for... It's not high end for us, but for local folks, it would be it would be expensive. But it's not like mud cloth and stuff. You you ever see when you look at um, when you look at like the fashionistas of Africa, the continent, Ghana, Nigeria, South Africa? They're not really wearing a lot of of the pr- traditional prints. They just have like these yeah. cool ass cuts of clothing. Yeah. It's like that vibe in there. So that place was really cool. Um, and then we, girl, I had the best food I ever had in my life. For people oh. who are going to Ghana, you have to go to Sheikh Clarice, Mama Africa. And there, the Ghanaian signature dish is this fish with like peppers and onions and it's a full fish. It is so good there. And and Sheikh Clarice is so raggedy. Like we... <laughs> We waited about two hours to get just a buck. Like food was on our table, flies flying all around. It was just a mess. Two hours for like people to just give us the things that you wash your hands with so you can eat with your fingers. Cause they were so overwhelmed with how many tourists were there. They just were like, yeah. there were tour, tour groups everywhere and they were just not ready for this influx. But when I bit that fish, I forgave every minute of my wait. 
It was the best food I best fish I ever had in my life. Some of the best food I ever had in my life. It was so good. And it's like raggedy as fuck. It's like picnic chairs. They literally, you come in and you say you want a table of this and they literally go find like a picnic table and they put it out and they just put some plastic chairs around it and make you sit down. It's great. It's great. Um, Are you going to go into what the year of the return is about? Because I don't know what that was all about. I just assumed. So the year of the return, the Ghanaian president, which is basically, it's a marketing plan, but it was genius. Um, The Ghanaian president, along with a couple of celebrities, but mainly him, like Boris Kojo and Nicole R.A. Parker are really involved too, along with Essence. What is half-cast doing asking everybody to return to Ghana? Shut the fuck (laughs) up. I understand. All these biracial, porcelain princesses and kings. Why are you this this way? Anyway, (laughs) it's the fourth. So this year marked, 2019 marked 400 years since the first slave ship left the coast. Okay. So the president was saying, everyone from the diaspora, if you can, should return home. It generated almost $2 billion, supposedly, for Ghana, which is amazing so it was really cool to see all this money just going into their economy and hopefully it will be a good thing i don't know hopefully they do right but um anyway that was what it was and then renee got there that night her her crazy self we went to a polo beach club party where she knew everybody and their mother was super fancy. Ludacris was there with his wife walking around. She's so pretty. He's so short. Ew. Girl, he might oh. be shorter than you. I was like, the fuck? He Ludacris. like a little bow wow. I was like, what with in the big ass wow? head? Was his head big? I don't, I don't know. He looked like he I had just a remember big he was long he face. was really gracious. He was walking by and was like smiling at everybody, and she just looked so overwhelmed. Like, what the? Why are all these people here? Um, and then we went to this Detti rave, which a what? I'm telling you, it was a party slash concert. I po- I'll post about this too. But so we were in this VIP raised area. They were on stilts, and I kept me being a grandma. I kept being like, it's, and it was like. A whole bunch of people performing, but Rick Ross was one of them. And I was like, as soon as Rick Ross bring his ass out here, people going to start jumping. And I was like, watch these stilts because there were too many people up there. And then it got real crazy up there because people had snuck in the VIP area and there was security up there and they all had AK-47s and like a couple of the guys wouldn't leave. And they started fighting, and then he took the AK-47 out and, like, was pointing it in the guy's Black face. people. I was like, oh, I looked at Renee and was like, we don't need, I don't need this shit. Like, I don't need this. Like, we can just be down there with everybody else. I'm not comfortable. By the time I looked, Renee was, like, hiding behind, like, 15 people. She had left my ass as soon as she saw that <laughs> AK. She was like, bye. But it ended up being fine. But just like I said, like as soon as Rick Ross came out, that shit started to bend. Like you could literally look down and see the metal like giving way. And we were like, all right, we're out. We're leaving. But that was still fun. We still <laughs> we still had a good time. And then we met up at uh, this other place in Osu, Republic Bar and Grill, which is a nice spot. 
Um, and Scotty Beam was hanging out there. It was like a bunch of people hanging out. Um, what's the other guy? He's like big in Ghana. Art, 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 art. It, it, our people should follow him because he's like super fly. He's doing like really dope shit. Art, art comes first is his IG name. And he's basically like a brand consultant where like everybody that comes out of Africa, a lot of people in Europe um, who are artists, models, et cetera, like he styles them. He gives brand consulting, yada, yada, yada. He was one of my friend's friends. So he was hanging around and he was super cool, but um, just has a lot of style, a lot of flavor, does a lot for the community, yada, yada, yada. Um, and then we, we, she went out and I took my ass to bed. I don't even know where that child went, but then we had a, um, a partnership with this place called, and I thought about you too, Shanti. It's called Africria, which was, or is rather, it's basically a platform where it's an online platform, a website where you can go and shop from over 5,000 African yeah, I saw that. designers. So it's super dope. So it's basically this platform to be able to give all these designers space to sell their goods to a worldwide market. Um, and so they had a gifting suite. They had a whole villa set up with like, where they were just inviting influencers and inviting notable folks to come. They were gifting us clothes to wear, obviously tag, and it was a partnership. But they hosted us for all of Afro Nation and for a lot of the trip. And Afro Nation was a music festival that was a four-day festival. Everybody was there. The Vito, Burna Boy, WizKid. Like it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, but they made sure we were taken care of and I got like some really cute pieces from them. Um, and yeah, so the next four days ended up being yeah, like that Afro picture Nation. You guys took looks great. All What'd you, you say? Guys to get the picture that all of you ladies took. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was great. That they're, they're mm-hmm. great. So if you don't follow them, you should, um, their name is Africria, A F. R I K E shit K R E A A F R I K R E A, um, and they hosted us. We had so much fun at Afro Nation. They like bought so many bottles every day. I felt so guilty, and I started to think like Renee had to sit me down. I was like, "Girl, this is a partnership. You're posting for them. We're posting for them. They're using our likeness and their promotional videos." And we're, this is an exchange. Like, it's okay. Because I, I just, I have an issue with like, I don't know, indulging. And so she mm. was really encouraging me. Like, it's the new year. They're doing this. They're hosting us. They're being gracious. Enjoy yourself. And so when I finally like got off the, the you know, got over myself, I did. And it was great. Like, broke, um, he had a bottle of, Fucking Johnny Walker Blue, and none of the girls wanted to drink that. I was in heaven. I was like, oh, this is my shit. Then Ebro came over, radio personality, hip hop head, RB head, came over and he's like, oh, you drinking that by yourself? I'm like, no, we can have some. We're going back and forth. It was just like great. It was like everybody was chilling, everybody was having a good time. And I felt, I did feel badly though for the Afro Nation people who bought VIP tickets because a lot of them thought that they were supposed to be in the VIP area that we were in, but that was actually the artist and guest area of like artists. 
and for people who bought tables. Whereas if you bought a VIP bracelet for Afro Nation, you just stood at the front of the stage. That was your whole VIP experience. So people were really mm. pissed about that. Yeah, it was. But Afro Nation was a lot more well organized than Afrochella. I didn't even end up going to Afrochella because I heard it was just a hot ass mess, which makes me feel bad because Afrochella is Ghanaian owned, whereas Afro Nation is in partnership with folks from Ghana. But it's like Parkwood what Entertainment has something Jewish to do kids. with it. It's like, but it w- it was run very well. I gotta say. Um. And then we were out. We would be out to like four thirty in the morning, seven in the morning. I just living your was best like, life. Internet, honey. that's wonderful. How did they yeah. treat you? I know we had somebody ask us in the comments. Like they treated everyone. Ev- everyone was kind. Um, they have descriptive names like half cast, or like I've heard. I heard some people being called like big hit like they don't mean anything they're just like this is how we describe people to get their attention but they're everyone was really nice the cab drivers were really nice super informative yeah i mean people were as long as you treated them right like i would greet people ask them what their name was wish them a happy new year happy holidays they're very religious which is interesting I'm going to get into that. Um, But yeah, everybody was great. Like my seamstress was the sweetest woman in the world. I posted it. I'll post a video of her singing to this little baby that was in there. And this little baby is like maybe nine months old, eight months old, just sitting in a cardboard box full of fabric, you know, and just while his mom is sewing and just not in need of anything outside of that. Didn't need a screen. Didn't need a television. Didn't need a whole bunch of stimulation. Like the baby was just there chilling. And that's just the only thing that they need. They didn't need anything else. So it was really refreshing to see that. Like the people are not fussy people. They remind me of Caribbean people. They're fussy with each other and only when driving. Like they they definitely flip the fuck out with driving. But anything else, like, they're not fussy. And they a lot of people help me. Like, I, I need to get into that because Renee and we stayed at the Airbnb and then we moved to the Kapinski Hotel, which was a five-star hotel there. And it's a really beautiful place. Um, but it's super expensive, $375 a night. So we were all staying in the same room with two beds. So it was comfortable. We were good splitting that. They left early and I booked another Airbnb because they were going to stay, but then they booked something in Tanzania. I don't know. So they left early. I found an Airbnb, got to the Airbnb, and the shit was a complete scam. And you want to know what really pissed me off? The person who owned it was white. (laughs) Mm. And I wanted to punch this lady. I was like, bitch, there was no Wi-Fi there and I'm a solo traveler, so it was like, yo, I need to be able to. <laughs> there was no Wi-Fi, no AC, almost no ventilation. She said that it was a private room. It wasn't. There was like a bunch of different rooms on the residence. They she called this a private room because there was a bathroom inside my room. I didn't have to use like the same bathroom as everyone else. But someone had urinated in the bathroom and didn't flush. So the whole room smelled like urine. Girl, I was there for all of 10 minutes. I went back to the Kapinski Hotel and it was like maybe one o'clock in the morning 
And the guy was just like, okay, book a room for tonight. I'll try to work something out the next couple of nights. I spent the three seventy five. I called my mom and she was like, you never treat yourself to anything. Just, just do what you have to, you know, just, this is, it is what it is. And she made me feel better. I prayed on it. Girl, the next day, the man was like, someone canceled. This is, this is how the, kind they are. Someone canceled their room for the next two days. They're not going to get a refund. So I'll contact them and say, if you switch this room over to this girl's name, she'll give you $200 US for the two nights. That's more than what you would have gotten. And he hooked it up like that. How amazing. That, I cried. That's amazing. I know. I cried. I was like, no one else here would do that. Like no one else in the US. And when I got back, I felt that Shanti, like even in the... Even in, like, the customer service in Ghana is terrible. I will say that. Like, you got to wait 50 hours. But they're nice about it. They're not, like, rude. It's not like when you order from, like, the Jamaican spot and they just look you up and down and roll their eyes. It's not like that. (laughs) It's just, like, they just need more training. And they also just, like, weren't ready for as many people were there. But, like, I got back here and no one's helpful. Like, people, it just, you can feel the difference of, like, wanting to do something for someone because you feel compelled to be a good person or you feel connected to them in some way, you know, like, I don't, I I don't know how to describe it. It's just a different feeling. Um, but I won't keep going throughout every day. I I just want to highlight, like, if you want a really good buffet in Ghana, in, um, in Ghana, you need to go to Asmira. That shit was delicious, but you have to be careful if you have a shellfish allergy, but they will walk you around to each thing and tell you exactly what's in each thing. That was, that food was so slamming. I had a plantain that had some kind of spicy shit in it. I was like, Mm. what the, oh my God. I had the, the goat soup and the fufu. Oh, it was just like plum wine. That plum wine will sneak up on you. Watch yourself. But it was really really delicious um what else um oh there's a really dope designer who i bought a bunch of stuff from sable from did you like that stuff did you look at it i really did you can purchase all this authentic oh i'm uh, so happy you liked it oh good it's called uh kua designs and she wants to start a partnership with shanti because Right now, you can't get it in the U.S., um, so she wants to start a partnership with Sable to get her stuff into Sable. She made the dresses? No, the dresses were mm-hmm. from... She does make dresses, though, but they're much more... I mean, they're made in much better quality. They wouldn't have been, like, $10. They probably would have been, like, 30 They're, like, with lace on them. Like, they're, they're intricate... Like size yeah. this dress. It's not like just a wrap dress. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Um, but Kua Designs, K-U-A Designs. Please look her up. Please follow this lady. She's got bags. She's got everything. And Sable's going to have it. Um, I also want to say that I met um, Lao Lu, who is... I was hyped to meet him. I didn't act like it because I was like, I ain't about to gas this dude. But he's, of course, Renee's friend. And he is the Nigerian artist who calls his work the sacred art of the um, Ori. 
And it's basically he's Yoruba. So he was a person, you'll recognize his work like in Lemonade. He does um, the body. I'm sure people have seen it, but I'm sure every, every listener has watched Lemonade. And the I'm sorry part where all the women have that beautiful artwork painted on them. That's his work. Um, and he was super cool. His whole crew was super cool. And um, he lives like a couple, like in the neighborhood, not far. So yeah, that was cool. And he actually painted me, which was like, and he's very, <laughs> he says no to people. Like he'll be like, I'm not doing that right now. But he asked me like, can I paint you? Like, oh, oh. God. I it was so I was like, oh, I'm basically Beyonce. You're basically Beyonce. Oh, I know. <laughs> but that was cool. It was really cool. And he we had like a lot of talks with him where he was giving us so much perspective on being an American and like what people would do, what they would do and the sacrifices they would make to have that little blue book, that little green pass or that little blue passport that we have. And it was just, yeah, like the stuff that he was telling us, like he used to be a human rights attorney before he quit. And his family was like, what the fuck to go be a broke artist in New York. But yeah, obviously he came up from like a Beyonce's. Putting shit on yeah, Beyonce's but he face. was. He didn't get that I gig. See, see. He was broke. Mm-hmm. And he was telling nice. me like he he's like, you got to take a leap in life. And he's also um, a musician as well. And singer songwriter, but he was like, and plays like the guitar or some shit. But like, it was just inspiring to hear his story, to hear how he left that country, and how he was like, you have to realize, like, when you're in another country, you don't understand, like, things are still gonna be hard in America. That's not how they portray it. So, like, you think you're gonna come here and you're immediately gonna make it. And he said, and I got here and I was like, what? They're rats in New York? This can't be. There's dirt on the, like, there's trash in the street. There's like, more black people? What? Yeah, he was just like, it was the biggest culture shock. And that he would be at bodegas. And he's like, this isn't black owned? Who's this Arab man? Like, he was just confused. And that he, he couldn't even understand, like, what the change was. People would be yelling at him, like, because he was holding up the line. Got lost in the train. Got kicked out of apartments because he couldn't afford it. Like, <laughs> and then one day... You know, the only reason why he started painting on everything, which I thought was really cool, was because he realized he could make money that way. He was like, oh, I can customize people's like jackets or their boots or their this or their that and they'll pay me. And so that's when he started being like, everything is my canvas. And then he saw this woman standing in front of an art piece of his. and He was like, oh, my God, I could paint her body. And that's how he got into that. And then he said he got like an email from Beyonce that was very short. It said, hi, um, I'm a Beyonce. big fan of your work. <laughs> Would you like to work on a music video that I'm working on? Looking forward to hearing from you, Beyonce. And he was just like, the Nigerian me was like, this got to be a scam. <laughs> but it like wasn't. And I that like hearing that was so inspiring. And I was just like, wow. And it just gave me so much perspective like, I, we know we're privileged, but, like, we don't know, no. And it's, like, we get, I especially get so down on America and it's bullshit. But, like, people will do anything to be there. Anything. And it's just, it's insane. It really is. It, I, I don't, I haven't come up with 
the vocabulary for it, in all honesty. But, yeah. um, yeah. But I should get into, oh, God. I haven't even posted this on Instagram, but the actual, like, real meat and potatoes of me going on this trip was to travel to Cape Coast, which is about three hours from Accra. And I actually booked a tour with Tastemakers, Tastemakers Africa, shout out to them. And they were super gracious because I wrote them and their original tour was like, they go to some canopy, take like cute pictures, walk in this like jungle area and then go to the slave castles. But my homegirl had told me about this ancestral slave river called the, um, what is it called? The ass? I just posted it. I'm the worst. How do you say that, John? Asin Manso Slavery Market River. Um, anyway, this is where it's like an hour and a half away from the Cape Coast, um, the slave castles. And Asin Manso is a town known for its role um, in like basically the largest slave market on the West mm-hmm. African coast. And mm-hmm. this is where the slaves, our ancestors, were taken for their last bath, their final bath before they were put in the dungeons. Um, And they walked. So the history that I got there, um, trigger warning for anyone, because it gets a little hard to listen to, but the gentleman there told us that there's this plant called the mimosa plant. And it's one of, it's a plant that where you touch it, the leaves retract inward and they'll eventually open back up but it takes like a minute or two and so our ancestors would plant when they first started to capture people they would plant this plant all around their homes so they would look outside and if the leaves were inward and they retracted inward then that meant that it wasn't safe to go outside because someone was out there isn't that crazy Are you listening? No, I am listening to you. So he showed us this leaf. They have it planted all around the the grounds there. And then he talked to us about how they had to, like, basically how they would be captured. Like, there were many different methods of, like, some people would be like, oh, we have this party on this boat. We want to do trade with you. They would capture them that way. Other ways would be that they would burn people's homes. And when they were running from the homes, they would capture them that way. It was like many different ways but back then they had this 300 mile walk from where they were yeah walk walk from where they were coming from like it could be upward it could be up to 300 miles they he said and they would be walking through the forest and he said only 10 percent of the people that they captured even made it that far And so what they would do is, because animals would feed on them during this walk, they would tie the weak to trees so that the animals would just feed on the weak while and let the others pass. I cannot. So he's telling us all of this, Shanti, and I'm sitting there like, okay. So I'm alone with the tastemakers group because, of course, my dumbass was like, I want to do this instead of the canopy. And they made it happen. They got me like a different driver and everything. But the rest of the group was at the canopy. There happened to be another tour group there who had nothing to do with tastemakers. I don't know who they were. They was probably some church group from America because they were pissing me off. So we're about to walk to the 
river and it's like a little bit of a walk. And he said, you know, these are very, you know, these are ancestral grounds out of respect. I ask that people take their shoes off. I encourage it. Don't you know that the fucking tour guide, the leader of this group, and it was like an older group, maybe 40s and up, says, uh, can I just ask a question? Some of our ladies here just got pedicures and they don't want to mess up their... When I tell you, I was so horrified. My The two guys that were with me, um, who was my driver and my tour guide, was they both gasped and they were like Americans. And I just looked at them and was like, I am so sorry. And so the guy, after even telling us these stories, and there were more stories than that about another story. I don't remember the woman's name now, how she just literally starved herself to death in in protest of this stuff, like so awful stories. And then you're worried about a pedicure that, you, that did not, was not expensive in Ghana. Like your pedicure was not expensive. Stop. So I'm horrified. I'm like, all right, you know what? I don't even want to go into this river with these people. So I fell back on my walk. I see these kids playing and I'm like, I make a beeline like, Oh, kids got to go. Oh my God. I'm so happy. I did that. I met the cutest kids. They were playing some game that literally had no rules. They were just making shit up. I don't know what the fuck they was talking about. I was like, y'all lying. Y'all just don't want me to win. I'm playing with them. <laughs> and they were just everything to me. They were They were so cute. They're so cute. Um, and I immediately was like, what are your names? Shook their hands. They were so friendly with me. They were asking me all kinds of questions. They were like, and they're, they're cute. They were like, um... One of the girls was like, are you white? And I was like, my mom is. And she was like, so you're white? And I said, but I am both. And like, it took so much for her to understand it. She's like, both? Huh? Because the coast, like Cape Coast is not as developed as Accra. Like, it's not like a city. It's very like dirt roads. Even Accra has dirt roads. But it's like very like, there's not like these huge high rises and five-star hotels there. Like, that's just, it's a, it's more, um... It's more about, I don't know, like it's just more rural. Yeah. And they were just trying to understand <laughs> understand what the fuck was going on. But they were geniuses. They I asked them, they spoke like three different languages. They spoke English very well. They were just so cute and full of light. And, you know, their parents obviously work there and they help take care of the grounds and they play around all day. And um so I left them because I was like, all right, I got to go to this river. I'll be back. I go to the river. We bathe in the river. Um, that was that was eerie. It was eerie. He had us sing, like lift every voice and sing before we went in. And it was lift just every weird. voice and sing. Yeah. He was like he wanted us to sing a song and um, for the ancestors. And he chose like lift every voice and sing as like part of the diaspora, I guess, like as a reflection of that <laughs> shut up i can't stand you like lift every voice and sing oh, i guess God, i don't funny. have a better song i think he was just trying to get a song that he felt like everyone would know because by that time i was back with the raggedy ass group um but that was just an eerie feeling shorty like it was it was like being in that water <laughs> And then knowing, like, I was, like, visualizing, I guess. And the only thing you can really visualize is what we've seen in movies. And just, like, try to wrap my head around, like, being someone who doesn't speak the language that these people speak 
that don't look like you, that you've probably never seen, that have you shackled, that are pointing these things in your face. Because the only difference between, like, obviously the 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 colonizers were the weaker race. They they just had gunpowder, you know. Like it's like these people, what they endured. <laughs> It's like to think wow. that we're descendants of that. I think is like yes, the motherfuckers that made it right. And then the hell that was lived when they well, first they had to get to America. Oh, I haven't the even got to the like once to you're the on the boat. I can't even. I can't even. I can't, no, I can't even imagine. I can't. I can't even. But anyway, the that tour group pissed me off some more, and they like the kids came over to like hang out with me, and one of and the same guy, fucking leader, called one of the kids over, hey, hey, gave him some money, and was like, go get me a water, like excuse me, I was so annoyed. Like first of all, that kid does not work for you, and you don't even know the fucking kid's name, so it it just pissed me off. Then all the people were like, oh, taking pictures of them, and I'm looking like they're not fucking props. Like, you didn't even ask them who they were. You know? Like, you just want to take a picture because it looks like some cool shit that you can post online. It's just like, you didn't, you didn't have any connection with them. It, mm-hmm. it just pissed me off. So then we ate, and um, I ended up meeting, like... <laughs> I ended you up meeting, like, what? some... Huh? You, you ended up what? Meeting some really dope people. One girl ends up being, like, this actress... I don't even know. I don't, I don't watch enough TV, but she was cool as shit. We're going to keep stay connected in Brooklyn. Um, but I had to like curse out the tour guide because they ended up eating there too. And I just, I couldn't hold it in. I was like, you walk around this place. Like you're supposed to be here for the year of the return, but you're walking around like a true American with every bit of fucking privilege spewing from you. And it's disgusting and it's embarrassing. Like you ought to be ashamed of yourself as the leader of this group. Like, there were people in his group embarrassed. Like, what? Don't speak for us. He was a mess. Anyway, I just, that's just something for you to reflect on. Like, all these people coming back and, like, what did they really get from it? I'm not really sure. Not Mm -hmm. everybody did. Did you go Um, to the castles? I'm getting there. So, we go to the castle. I'm sorry. I'm long-winded. And that was where I lost it. I was okay at the river. I think the kids, like, being around them really, like, made it, made it, made it, I don't know. It put it put it into a different perspective. Now, when we got to the castle, we visited two. We visited the Cape Coast Castle and the Elmina Castle. Um, the Cape Coast was the first one, and that was horrible. As soon as we set foot in the dungeon, and I haven't posted about it because I just don't know what to say. Um, like, you walk down this long, just hallway of this dungeon and it's so hot because there's no ventilation the only ventilation that is down there is like they just made for tourists it's dark and again you're thinking to yourself you're putting yourself in these people's shoes and the tour guide is telling us about it and he's like in this room there would be more than 200 people and you're just like how how the fuck were 200 people in this room in this hot-ass room, no bathroom, and he's telling us this. They're peeing on themselves. They're defecating. They're throwing up. Some of them are dying and rotting. And there are other people trying to live in this space and sleep and function. 
And then we went into another, like the, the dungeon has more than one room attached to it. So you can walk through and the deeper you go, the less ventilation there is. And when we got to the last room, he was like, look at this floor and see how it's raised. And he was like, it's raised like that because more corpses were here and they've been in, embedded into the ground. So you're standing on bodies and I lost it. It was like, <sighs> um, it, they were embedded in the ground. There was basically, like dirt? yeah. Oh, yeah. So it was just like, and you could see the difference. Like that room, it was so hot in there, Shanti. And that room, like the, the, it was so much higher than the rest. And it was just like, what the fuck? Like, how? And then I was so angry. Like I, I was like shaking. I was really sad. I was really proud. Like you said, like, I can't believe that I come from people who can withstand this. And then I was really ashamed because like, again, putting into perspective the shit that I complain about, oh, New York is so hard or, oh, you know, America's this, America's that. And did it. And I'm thinking to myself, like, yo, the only reason I'm even in New York is because somebody went through this to get me there. And it was just hard. It was just really hard to be there and to be in that. And, um, you know, they try to end it on like a high note and they're like, you know, here's the door of no return. Basically like once the slave, once the slaves let like walk through that door, they never came back. They never saw their families. They, half of them didn't even know what happened. Imagine, imagine if you just never saw Jolie again. You've no idea what happened to her, your mother, your sister, nobody. You're all alone. You don't speak a language. You do nothing. And you're literally in these conditions. I just, it's, we can't imagine it. It would be like, it's not something that we can even grasp in all honesty. So it was just like, it was hard. And then um, they, they updated the castle, both of them. And then on the other side of the door now, like once you walk through the door, it says the door of return. And so they say like, until now have people returned. Mm. Like now you are your, and they kept saying like, you are your ancestors' wildest dreams. They left here. Many of them died. Many of them were chained together and jumped ship. Many of them died next to loved ones, died next to people who they grew close with in these dungeons, just on the way. And then when they got there and they finally fucking made it, they were sold and shipped off and separated to never see these people again. And they were like, and now here you are and you return. You return in the clothes that you bought on your back. You return as a citizen who's able to vote. You And like they were just drilling us and putting this into our head and the sense of duty that you kind of left with was like, oh, I have to make a mark on this world. Like, I have to do something. Like you return with freedom of speech. You return with this, that, that. Like you are truly their wildest dreams. Like they couldn't even fathom that. They just wanted to survive. It reminds me of, did you finish home going? 
No. I What's crazy, almost everybody on the plane was reading that. I have like two more chapters. Every time I read it, I read like two chapters and I have to put it down because it just, it gets to me. And yeah, I got to, it's one great... of those chapter books where like, I'm sad to lose those characters. So I got to like, grieve it. It's amazing. Yeah, people should read it. It's it's comparable Homegoing. to it's a great book. To that experience. Um, but um I just want to read it on on the castle they have a plaque that says in everlasting memory of the anguish of our ancestors may those who died rest in peace may those who return find their roots may humanity never again perpetrate such an injustice against humanity we the living vow to uphold this and yeah, that was the castles, bro. That shit was rough. Yeah. We got to be in a headspace to go do that, you know? I yeah, and I was really happy I went by myself. Go to Ghana. A lot mm. of people, though, they went and they didn't do that. Some of them didn't. Some of them were like, I'm here to meet people <laughs> to yeah. like... Like, I'm not, I can't. And some people yeah. were like, and I respect it. They were like, I can't. And some people had done it before. So they were like, I'm not going to do it again. You know, I know what I'm doing here. Um, but yeah, that's that's not an easy trip. It's not. At all. That was hard. But that was like the thing that I wanted to do the most. Are there any West African, other West African um, countries you want to go to? Yeah, I mean, Senegal has the same thing. They have a door of the no return. I definitely want to go to Nigeria, but that's not one where you can go alone. Um, Lalu was telling me that. He was like, yeah, no, no, no. You don't go to Nigeria alone because they it, it's just too hectic. He was saying, like, you need to go with people with like a group. Um, I want to go back to Morocco because I want to go to different parts of Morocco. Um, I don't know. I want to go. I, I honestly, it was just such a great trip. It was like one of my best trips. A lot of that has to do with the people that I was with, where I was. Um, feeling like home. This was very different from South Africa. You know, South Africa is very like, or certain parts of it, like Joburg can feel like New York. It's like, you know, it's it's like, it can it can feel like that. Um, Cape Town can feel like a real nice version of like a a beach somewhere, like a less flashy version of Miami or something. Whereas like this was very much Ghana. It was very much like there were a lot of people who had culture shock. Like, wait, we're going in here. This looks like a hut. And then you go in and it's like nice. Like there's this place called Front Back and it's it's um super fancy. Like, But it's not. It's not fancy, but it's like a what is it called? Members only kind of spot. Um, but they were letting like whoever had like VIP status in and it looks like shit from the outside. It literally looks like a bodega on a dirt road with like nothing. And then you go in and it's like, fine, it's nice. And it's great vibes and it's a party. And it's like, it just feels homegrown. It just feels like, you know, like it just, it just feels different. And that was really what I was looking for. Um, I don't know. I feel like I want to try, if I can, to have every year 
be out, start every year outside of the country. Just to get a perspective, just to come back and be more grateful, you know, and be, and just reset for the year. Get some perspective, get away after being run down, you know, all year. We're feeling yes. what I think is run down, but it's like, <laughs> bitch, you don't know what run down is, you know? I don't know. Where do you want to go? I wish you were there. You would have been asleep, though. You'd have been like, yo, I got Yeah, go. I would not have been right now. Not you right might now. have, though. You might have shocked yourself, girl, because that music is so good. And you know how you are when you get it, when you catch a tune. You lose your shit, child. <laughs> yeah, I'm Maybe serious. I was I thinking need. about you like, I need to like, be lose out my here. fucking mind somewhere. I really think you would have, because this was I'm like the best to to place the for it. Do shrooms. What? Who said I'm that? not doing it. You want to open up your fucking mind trying to get free? Yeah. No. Uh, I don't want to open it up. Someday. I don't know. I don't. Where do I want to go? I was thinking that because that was my plan, too, to go somewhere at the top of the year. But I just didn't get it together to do that. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Think about warm. it. Make it happen. warm. Somewhere. Yeah. I mean, you know, my top, my goal. Okay. I actually know there's two places that I really, 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 really want to go to. I want to go to Brazil. And mm. I really want to go to Tokyo. I want to go to Japan. Oh, that shit's really stressful. Badly. You should go for the, um, what is it? The flowers? The, the, the blossom? cherry blossom? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I want to go, but like I want to go to both those places for like a really long time, for like at for least like a month. three weeks. Yeah, yeah. Tokyo is is amazing. naturally Deb is out. She's in Ghana till the twenty sixth. Shout out to naturally Deb. She knows who she is. She out there. I wonder where Kristen. I, I'm surprised Kristen didn't. Has what Kristen's doing? I don't know. We need to hit her up. Crush Global. Everybody, shout out to Crush Global. That's who we went to Cuba with. Yeah, but it's amazing. I mean, I, I'd barely skim the surface. I'd be talking all day, but like the art, the people definitely visit the Accra Art Center, definitely visit the Du Bois house. Just just visit. Definitely, even if you're not staying at the Kapinski Hotel, go because they have like dope galleries there, like art galleries. Um, I'm trying to think. Ace is like a club. I didn't love it, but everybody else seemed to. Um, Coco Lounge, that food is so fucking good. Um, but there's a lot of stuff that we did that, like, you know, it's not an everyday thing. Like, we went to, you know, like a Ciroc Sundays party. Like, you know the Sundays party series? Anyway, it Sunday. doesn't matter. It's like R&B only mm-hmm. kind of party. POV party funny. like it's just a bunch of parties yeah, you that were happen. living I mean not everybody's gonna have the experience you were having being in VIP VIPs VIP well so, that's not because of me that's because be of the people that I was with and who they knew well they ain't because of me. you you know those people well you know they probably gonna be like, oh that's it. a Renee little friend hey girl have fun down there that's so. Renee little friend <laughs> um this, this oh and cafe cafe Kawai, K W A E, Kawai. Really good. Oh, and if you go to the Accra um, Art Center, 
make sure you visit Kal- Kamal Khalil. I forgot his name. Oh, child. but um, he's shop number nine, and he's a shit. And he, I wanted to buy a couple masks for my house, and he would not let me buy anything without like giving me the full. He had a book, honey, a, a couple of books back there, and was like, "This is what this one means." And let me look at you. You seem like a very welcoming person, and you need this. And da, 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 and it was just you like, need oh, protection okay. to keep motherfuckers away from you. Shut <laughs> you are too up. open. No, he gave me a um, you need a mask for the harvest. Um, which is like for abundance, uh, a Quaba mask of the Ashanti kingdom. And then I I'm going to just tell one. everybody my name is Ashanti. Oh it. my, uh, shut up. And I never I even posted this, but my Ghanaian day name is Akua. I was like, oh. okay. What's it? Born I, on what day? Wednesday. Born oh, on wow. Wednesday. And she's Child, a feisty I could have told you that. You pay for yeah, that? Yeah, but if it felt different to have somebody else tell me that. <laughs> After I came through the door of of return. And they were like, your name, your your Ghanaian name is yada, yada, yada. My con Ghanaian name was like, word. <gasps> okay. You're like, word. <laughs> for real. Word. For real, though. My name is Akua. Oh, Oh, internet. <laughs> You're such a hater. Also, that so Ghanaian sun hit different. My skin looks so nice. I look like shit now. I don't know what happened. Don't say that. I you do. About, I just New, or- New Orleans. You about to be popping in New Orleans. You should go get a tarot reading. You should go do some weird hoodoo shit. Really get it in. Don't call it weird voodoo shit. God damn it, Shanti. It is weird. Weird is a good thing. If you ain't weird, then... You fucking up. You fucking up. But uh, that's what you should do. All right, I'll try. Please. I'm working out here, though. I'm I'm late right you now. better make space. Go and get your tarot read. Go eat good food. I wish I would come. I could come do that. Someday. You Anthony. could. Someday. Girl, you can. I got By the time I'm freed up and able to do everything, you're going to probably be the dummy that has a kid. And I'm going to be like, what the fuck? Like, I can drop everything. I don't know if that's going to be me, boo. I'm pregnant now. Like, what the fuck? That's so fucked up. And you better watch my goddamn kid. I ain't going to be a good patient friend like you are. (laughs) You going to be what? I'd be the one like, okay. First of all, I be holding y'all down. I just started I'm traveling it's without y'all. Y'all get up. on my nerves. It's going to be messed I be, up. I used to I'm hold like, out Internet, whatever you and that little baby, that little uh, light-skinned baby you got, your little biracial baby. <laughs> I will not have a light-skinned baby. You'll be mad as shit when you find that light-skinned man of your I'm, dreams. Ew. I'm no. telling you, it is not right. Light-skinned <laughs> love is not right. I'm telling you, girl. I don't know many light skin. I don't know if I'm really having a baby. It. I don't know if I. I don't even have a partner. I think I'm just gonna be that girl that just has these crazy experiences. You know, I think everybody's people. having crazy experiences, whether they got a baby or not. Unfortunately, but I mean, like even like the whole marriage thing. Like I'm open. We'll see. It'd be nice, but if I don't, no. I might just have like hella stories to tell. And then I met this man in South Africa, and then I met this man in Ghana, and then we traveled the world, and then found out he was cheating on me on Instagram. So I met this man in <laughs> Tokyo, 
And then I like I think that might just be my life. And then I was with this woman, and then I realized <laughs> there you I'm... go. And then I was with this woman, and then they're like that's gonna be I'm gonna be, but it's not gonna be my kid. I'm telling it's gonna be JoJo. Like you know, so live your life, sis. Do your thing. Travel, oh, buddy. JoJo, don't follow in her footsteps, okay, JoJo. <laughs> Just kidding. JoJo's going to be like, gonna girl, be stop talking to me. I need to go get my hair pressed and my nails done. Give <laughs> me a fly girl. You'll be mad as shit when JoJo's like fucking the coldest winter ever. I'm going to be her. But sit your Ooh, ass down. We got to unpack this. Actually, that's the next episode. I was listening to something really interesting about young teenage boy and girl sexuality. Oh, God. <sighs> Just we got to talk to the kids, y'all. Talk to your kids. Don't stress me out. But anyway, sit down and talk to JoJo. That's it. Can you can you give me a um? I need this. Don't from ask you. me to do nothing dumb. Like give you an affirmation for the year. Bitch, that's exactly what I was about to ask. No, I'm not Why? well enough to do that. And you asked me on the. Why aren't you well? What's one. wrong? I'm not able to give you any affirmations. You just blessed us with a wonderful experience. And Were you bored listening to that? What were you doing? Were you like doing your nails? Were you scrolling on IG? What were you doing? Be I honest. I was doodling. What were, were you doodling? Masterpieces. Were you drawing pictures of me? Yes, of naked women. Did you miss me? Um, no, no I didn't. I knew you were living your best life. Wow. I was excited to hear the pictures. I was excited to see all of the things. You were out there dancing with Jadena. Who does that? Fuck. Jadena. I'm just trying to live vicariously through you. Jadena ain't the Jadena wasn't there for me. Child. Um c- can you take the um the the Did you Ghana? miss me, Internet? Yeah, every day. No, you, you <laughs> I did. <laughs> you are the biggest liar. How is it a lie? All of these things I've ever heard in all I my meant life. It. Also, did you, you see did. my New Year's dress? Why did it have the alphabet on it? Girl. That Why what? Oh, the you ain't even read the cow. Anyway, can you can you take the Ghana um, highlight down? Because I'm gonna repost all these things and do a real highlight when the thing comes out. All right, we're not gonna talk about that right now on the podcast. Wait, because I don't know how to do it. You can take it down. I don't know how to do it. How do you edit a highlight? Why would you put a highlight up and I haven't even been? I'm not even done posting. It's annoying. Uh, I'm not quite sure you understand how highlights work, but it's okay. Can I add to the highlight? Yeah. Oh, I don't know how they work then. Oh, girl, you Is only posted one picture. At those highlights? Yes, I do. Wow. It should be. You only posted anyway, one picture. Anyway, Antoinette, keep posting. Keep hanging out with all of these girls that have over 100,000 followers what so that we can get a trickle you? of a five climber. extra followers. Please keep running these streets. Being a porcelain princess and so inspiring people, I to didn't miss you. Live their best lives <laughs> while being safe, slightly neurotic. Yes, live your best life. That is my everything. hashtag. Live your best life while being safe. Yep. <laughs> what I'm in serious. the slogan? What in the corny that white dad slogan is that? Yo, live your best I'm life, so kids, corny. while being safe. I am so corny. When I tell you, everybody and their mother was like, "Mama Net, here comes mom." Literally, somebody was like, "Where's y'all mom at?" Because I had gotten <laughs> up from the table, and I don't care. I own it. 
I had like strangers tell me, you're going to be such a good mom. Your kids are going to turn out to be wild. That's what they're going to do. Your kids going to turn out to be wild. Jojo is already wild. Child, get so. that together. Anyway, right, Jojo's well, going to have to put on I'm a hat good. every day and um, a puffy jacket, even if it's hot. Because I'm not completely freed up and I have a lot of. Um, Do you need to unpack that for the new year? It's 2020. You better unpack your goddamn bags and stay in a goddamn house for 2020. How about that? That's your affirmation for the year. Okay. That's nice. So on the next episode, we should have, you know what? Somebody <laughs> had. Don't change your do. voice like that. <laughs> God, <Jesus. laughs> go ahead. People stop listening anyway. It's just us talking. So go ahead. We should have just a slogan for the year. What's your slogan for the year going to be? Think about it. I can't answer that question. I'll tell you in two hours. Live your best life while being safe. That is okay, my slogan. <laughs> What the fuck? That's, That's your it. slogan of the year. Okay. I'll put it on a shirt. Live your best life while being safe. Your slogan that is... That is your slogan. Your slogan needs to be, look my best by any means necessary. Because when I just saw you in New York, I said, girl, what the fuck? That oh, is not nice. Internet. You are so beautiful. You like, you made yourself look like a homeless person. I don't want to hear it. Just you did. I was like... You had that big old tan jacket. Then you had the hat thing. I was like, girl. <laughs> I was not well. I, I wanted to take a picture for the for go. the damn. I came I downstairs to... with my phone like, oh, good. We can take a quick video and be like, shot. Look who's in New York picking up stuff for Sable. Nope. Nope. Duality said, is a thing. Who is that? that ain't my I'm friend. developing bags under my eyes. That's what's happening. I'm not getting enough sleep. Actually, you got to get more right sleep. Now. I need to stop talking to you right now. I'm developing bags under my eyes. And I'm like, what the fuck? We old. You ain't know? I can't believe this shit. Dear girl. But um, I had here. to jump up and go. That's what happened. I ain't wash my face. I ain't do nothing. I jumped, hey. literally jumped up, put on a puffy could, jacket, <laughs> girl, got two tell. hours of sleep, didn't eat anything, and handled my business so I could get back to JoJo in time. Is that freedom? I don't know. No, it's not. That's why this shit is unsustainable. All right, you think I'm on. joking when We're I say We're rambling. This? We, our goal was Do to make these episodes shorter. That's my slogan for the 2020. This shit is 99.9% of the things that you're doing are unsustainable. We got to get sustainable. That's not very encouraging. After I just talked about what our ancestors did. Exactly. So let's get sustainable. Because that shit... Girl, shit. What Dude. is the next episode? I hope you're recording it. I need a break. I need rest. You need a break. You just party for a month. <laughs> I need what a break fuck from are that. You talking I'm exhausted. About? And now you I'm right in New, New Orleans, fucking doing work. I'm tired. You ain't been working for three weeks. I ha- I did have my computer and I was still writing emails and working. Thank you. And when I got back, I had 180 fucking emails that I still needed to go through. That's what Ugh. I'm telling you. You got it unsustainable. You got to quit that. That's un- that is unsustainable. <laughs> it's like you y'all are annoying. All right, I, you must have missed me because now you're you're still talking. It's time to go, honey. Well, you take care of yourself and happy New Year to everybody. Um, I 
I'm worried. I'm curious how many people rang in the new year crying and how many people rang in the new year completely drunk as fuck. Inebriated. I wasn't drunk on New Year, though. I was sober. Whatever. Those pictures of chicken bones everywhere. Y'all, there was trash and just ass. No, I was not drunk. The chicken was before. See, there was a food truck outside and I was like, we need to eat before we do this because this is about to be a disaster. Now, I won't say that other people I was with weren't drunk. I will not say that I was not clean You don't really ever get drunk. I've never seen you like fucked up. It's very rare that I've ever seen you like fucked up. No, as soon as I feel it, I start drinking water. You want to know why? Because you have to live your best life, but do it in a safe way. But be safe. But be safe. As soon as you start feeling like you're How many people were living their best life in a safe or unsafe manner? And how many people were crying? We got to do a poll of this. I'm very curious. God. And goodbye, um, Shanti. I'm at peace with it. It was good. It was healthy. So. All right. I love you. You take care of yourself. Go, Go get a tarot reading or go. You know what else you should do? You should go see the plantations and all of the houses in New Orleans. Mm. Child. Child. Your mom should. Black as fuck all of a sudden. Why you get so... How you get so... Anyway. Bye. <coughs> all right. I love you. I love you too. Bye. Bye. We out. <laughs> You press stop, right? I forgot how to do this. You have just heard an Around the Way Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around the Way Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good. Look in the mirror, say bitch, I'm the best.